Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back. Nuana's now ESPN Radio and the ESPN MT app. No SWX Montana television today, but we'll be back on the tube tomorrow. Got some uh, college hoops action going right now on SWX. You missed anything in the first hour of the show, the Montana Basketball Hour, presented by Blackfoot Communications. You can find all of our analysis of Montana State's first sweep in Missoula over Montana since 2010 by checking out the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. I wanted to slide some football stuff in there, but we didn't get to it. So we're going to talk actually some college football right now into the Monday afternoon quarterback, Coach Marty, Marty Mornenweg, 26 years in the NFL. He will be back from Tokyo soon, and he'll join us uh, next week. But uh, we will we will uh, march forward without him. First of all, uh, thoughts and prayers to Sam Herter because he just released his uh, FCS top 10 way too early national championship favorites, and uh, he didn't include the Montana Grizzlies. So that's why it's prayers for Sam Herter because uh, Grizz fans are going to blow up his mentions like they tend to always do. Uh, his top 10... In descending order, Sanford, number 10, Weber State, number 9, William & Mary, number 8, Idaho, number 7. That's going to really make some Grizz people mad. <laughs> number 6 is Holy Cross. Number 5 is Furman. Number 4, Incarnate Word. Number 3, North Dakota State. Number 2, Montana State. And number 1, South Dakota State. That's the thing. I think one of the most undertold storylines across college football, but especially in the FCS, is with this crazy extended eligibility, a lot of the premier teams in the country had a whole bunch of players that were underclassmen. They also had a whole bunch of players that were super senior types that if they wanted to, could apply for waivers and get another year. That's exactly what happened at South Dakota State. Jaden and Jackson Yankee, the Yankee twins, Zach Hines, who's potentially another NFL prospect at tight end for South Dakota State, All-American tackle Garrett Greenfield, and All-American guard Mason McCormick. That's five, count them, five All-Americans for South Dakota State that were all seniors this last year. They still, somehow, someway, have eligibility remaining, and those guys are all going to come back next year as well. They all just announced that. So, um, certainly... uh, South Dakota State, rightfully so, one of the favorites to repeat next year. Montana State, not necessarily in that situation, but the Bobcats did get to the national semifinals uh, with a lot of their primary players, including their offensive line and their quarterback, all being underclassmen. And they also have some studs on the defensive side of the ball that were only sophomores as well, like Sebastian Valdez and Brody Greeby. Basically, Montana State's fronts, both offensively and defensively, were all freshmen and sophomores last year. So that bodes well. Uh, for the Bobcats as well. 
If you ask me if I would have had Montana in this top 10, I'm not sure, actually. I think the Grizz have a lot of question marks to, to answer. Uh, I think if the Grizz make systematic and um, philosophical changes offensively, I definitely think the Grizz should be one of the top 10 contenders for the national championship this year. I also think in broad premise, based on overall uh, program expectations, the Grizz should also be um, in the top 10, certainly national championship contenders in the FCS. I mean, there's no really no reason or excuse for teams like Sanford and Furman and Holy Cross to be in the national championship conversation and Montana to not be. So the Grizz, though, they need a lot of stuff to hit. The news of the day when it comes to Grizz football, Kent Bear, the defensive coordinator for the Montana Grizzlies, and Barry Sachs, the defensive line coach, both stepping down from their positions with Grizz football. Sachs will retire. Uh, the press release from the University of Montana, plus sources all confirm that Sachs will retire after 42 years uh, as a college coach. Bear, the press release says, is stepping down due to personal non-football-related reasons. So uh, we wish both of them the best. Both guys have been around the game uh, for longer than I've been alive. This was Kent Bear's 50th season as a college football coach this last year, and Barry Sachs' 42nd. So that's the news of the day. Uh, expect more changes on the Grizz coaching staff. We'll have an update on that element for you as soon as we can. The other thing I wanted to get to in the first hour that we'll get to right now is that, <laughs> it's funny, it used to be that there was just one signing day, National Signing Day, the first Wednesday of February. That's when everything was rolled out. And it used to be this great unveiling. You know, there'd be some news out there on who was committed or whatever, but everybody would sign that first Wednesday of February, and at least half, if not more, of the signing classes would be completely unknown to the uh, the fan bases and, and, and most people other than the, the coaches. Well, now with Twitter and Facebook and social media, everybody announces everything in real time. But also, there's like multiple different times when guys sign. There's the early signing period, which is always in December. For the Montana schools specifically, that seems to often include when a lot of the Montana in-state products sign, and most of their high school recruiting is done before that early signing period. Then you have like the what I would call the mid-year signing period, where anybody that's going to be a transfer that's going to join your program in January in an effort to be eligible for spring ball, that's when they'll sign. The Cats signed uh, four guys during this mid-year signing period, and the Grizz signed five. We'll get to that in a minute. And then you have your February signing day. A lot of times that's when you officially, officially announce these mid-year transfers, but also maybe add a couple more surprises. Sometimes you add your preferred walk-ons then. Sometimes you maybe get some guys that fell through the FBS cracks and sign them. So it's, it's hard to all keep track of. I know there's three different times when teams officially, officially, Official, official, official. Add the uh, players to their rosters. So here's the guys that officially, officially signed with the Montana Grizzlies last week. Sam Bidlack, a quarterback from Oregon who spent uh, some time at Oregon State and some time at Boise State. 
He joined us here on Nuanas Now a few weeks back. You can find that on the Nuanas Now podcast. Cannon Panfiloff, an offensive lineman transfer from Utah Tech. He also joined us on Nuanas Now last week. You can find that one on the podcast. Ronald Jackson Jr., who's a defensive back transfer from Akron. We have not caught up with him yet, but he'll be coming in to add depth to the defensive backfield. Riley Wilson, who's a transfer linebacker from Hawaii. And Hayden Harris, who's a graduate transfer, defensive end slash outside linebacker, defensive line type guy from UCLA. For the Cats, they signed Ty McCullough, a Colorado State transfer wide receiver. They signed him during the early period in December. The Cats also signed Blake Stillwell, who's a Texas native who played junior college ball at the New Mexico Military Academy last year. Uh, He was also a December signee. And then the Cats added three more recently. Garrett Walkley, I think is how you say it. He is a wide receiver transfer from Utah State, originally from Oregon. Lyetta Alexander Jr. is a wide receiver transfer from the University of Washington, a former four-star recruit who spent a year at Arizona State, a year at Washington, and now will come to Montana State. Uh, Alexander goes by Junior, so Junior Alexander is what we'll refer to him uh, from here on forward. And then the Cats also signed Cole Bullock, who's a linebacker transfer from the College of the Canyons. So five guys that are on campus now to join uh, the the respective football teams ahead of winter conditioning and to get ready for spring ball. I also can confirm that Chance Wilson, a highly recruited kid out of Oklahoma, who's a quarterback who's coming to Montana State, he has graduated early and he will be on campus for the uh, for winter conditioning into spring ball. So that should give him an up uh, a leg up. And I know also there was some thought that the Grizz wanted to do that same thing with Kehlani Ayat, the quarterback from Hawaii. I cannot confirm if that officially happened, but I'll, I'll look into that because I think that that would also give him a leg up in terms of learning all the ins and outs. Let's dive into the Monday afternoon quarterback, Coach Marty. Marty Mortowig usually joins us here on Nuanas Now, but he is on his way back from Tokyo. So we'll have uh, a couple weeks' worth of analysis with Coach Marty leading up to the Super Bowl. But we'll break down the divisional playoffs as well as uh, give you a preview of the conference championships. If you need anywhere to watch NFL games, the Silver Slipper has drink specials every day, 20 Kino machines, a liquor store, and pizza. There's nowhere else. You should be watching your favorite team at the Slipper. It's all about great food, tasty drinks, and the urge to have a good time. And the card room is back open with games nightly at 7 p.m. You can call or text 333 that's 333-1500, or visit MissoulaPoker.com for more information. Stop by today and see why the Silver Slipper is one of Montana's Best kept secrets. Before we uh, dive into uh, this divisional round, uh, Andrew, do you have any uh, reaction to those defensive coaching changes for uh, for the Grizz? I mean, it's not that surprising that those two guys uh, stepped away from the program. I mean, what do you think of that? Well, Coulter, I think first just an appreciation for those careers, and you did a great job sort of laying out how special uh, of careers that those guys had. I mean, nearly 100 combined years of coaching in the game. They've been all over 
um, just what a way to, uh, to to spend your life and to spend 50 years doing that for Kent Bear is, is just crazy. Uh, we'll see what happens here. I mean, is it going to be something where they're promoting guys who are already on staff to come and take those jobs? They said, the press release said, uh, and I thought this was kind of interesting, respe- replacements expected to be named very soon or in the very near future. Uh, so we'll see what, what exactly definition of time that means. Yeah, certainly, uh, I, I will not be surprised if there's some internal reshufflings and then they bring in a couple new assistants, but uh, we will keep you apprised as we know uh, what's coming down the pipe for Grizz football. The Monday afternoon quarterback is presented by Rome Student Housing. Do you or your aspiring student need a convenient, affordable place to live while attending the University of Montana? Look no farther than Rome Student Housing, located on Front Street, just a 10-minute walk from the UM campus and right next to downtown Missoula, Rome offers a variety of living options for University of Montana students. High-speed Wi-Fi and TV packages come with each unit, and they have more than 100 channels, including the NFL Network. Each unit also has a full-size washer and dryer, plus every unit has its own bathroom, so no more waiting for the shower. Rome offers pet-friendly apartments, and you can even tune your bike or skis in the community tune room. For more information or a virtual tour, visit liveatrome.com. Here's the way it went down in the NFL. Four games, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. I will say I had to do a bunch of reading on the Saturday games because we were all tied up down there at uh, Dahlberg Arena covering the Montana-Montana State doubleheader uh, for hoops. But here's how it went down. The Chiefs. Despite Patrick Mahomes getting knocked out of the game and suffering a lower leg injury and Chad Henney coming in and orchestrating a super long touchdown drive, Mahomes did re-enter the game, and the Chiefs are into the AFC Championship game for the fifth season in a row. Kansas City, a 27-20 win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Saturday night, the Eagles with a statement victory. My goodness. Shows you exactly how uh, important Jalen Hurts is, not only to just the Offensive execution of what Philadelphia does, but just to their confidence and bravado as a football team, they destroyed their interdivision rival, the New York Giants, 38-7. to My gosh. I thought the Eagles were going to win and win handily. I did not see a 31-point victory coming. <laughs> I had the, the Giants 14 and, plus 14.5 because I thought they'd be able to cover two touchdowns. Uh, not so much. So the Eagles run rough shot over the Giants. And... Uh, I don't think the Eagles are getting enough credit for how fast they were able to sort of resurrect it and redefine their franchise. They win the Super Bowl with Doug Peterson as their head coach and Nick Foles as their quarterback uh, just a, a short five years ago. Then they have all sorts of drama with Carson Wentz and, and all sorts of other stuff. They burn it down. They start from scratch. They hire this completely no-name coach, Nick Sirianni, they take a complete flyer on Jalen Hurts, and look at them now. They got one of the best records in the NFL. Hurts is a bona fide MVP candidate, and Philadelphia back into the NFC Championship game. Sunday, it's funny because I think that the, the national media as a whole, the national NFL watching public as a whole, it seemed as if they were shocked by yesterday's early result. I was not shocked, and in fact... I put the whole bankroll on the Cincinnati Bengals. I think Joe Burrow is got the it factor like very few guys that I've seen in recent years. And I think that 
if you can't run the ball and you can't stop, if you can't run the ball, you're going to have a hard time in the playoffs. If you can't run the ball, but you can stop the run at an elite level, you can mitigate it a little bit. But if you can't run the ball and you can't stop the run at an elite level, you're going to have a hard time. That's where the Bills are at. It puts so much pressure on your quarterback to do everything for them. I was not surprised that Cincinnati went into Buffalo and drilled the Bills 27-10. to Now Cincinnati has five playoff wins with Joe Burrow as their starting quarterback. That equals the number of playoff wins Cincinnati had in their franchise's entire history before they drafted Joe Burrow, number one overall, uh, out of LSU. Amazing. And then last night, I guess yesterday, late afternoon, early evening, a slugfest, a great game, and the San Francisco 49ers emerge with a 19-12 victory over the Dallas Cowboys. And now... The Niners, who are led by a litany of superstars that that play largely the dirty work positions, which makes me so happy, whether it's George Kittle or Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Trent Williams, Kyle Juszczyk. I mean, I, I, the 49ers have the best offensive tackle in the league in Williams, the best defensive end in the league in Nick Bosa, the best fullback in the league in Kyle Juszczyk, one of the best tight ends in the league in George Kittle, the best inside linebacker in the league, Fred Warner, those all buoy the young man playing quarterback. But still, Brock Purdy is the storyline. A seventh-round draft pick out of Iowa State. He is now on the precipice of becoming the first third-string quarterback in NFL history to lead his team to the Super Bowl. Uh, truly amazing. It's the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty, except for Coach Marty is not here. He's on his way back from Tokyo, but we forge on without him. And uh, happy to be doing it. It is uh, presented by Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. It's the heart of winter, so keep your car sparkling clean all winter long. Dazzler's has these sweet, unlimited packages. You want to pay 15 bucks for one car wash or 31 bucks for as many car washes as you want? I think the better deal is the 31 So head on over to Dazzler's. Get yourself one of the uh, unlimited deals Get that legacy package if you really want to go for it. That's going to get you their premier wash. And by the way, it is the best car wash in Missoula, bar none. Go on over to Dazzler's. Get the legacy package for $37 a month. Keep your rig sparkling clean all winter long. We got free Dazzler's for you on the other side. Plus, we'll break down the winners, we'll break down the losers, and we'll give you previews of the conference championship games. The Monday afternoon quarterback here on Nuanas Now. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. Underrated album. 2002. Crazy, it's been that long. Oh, three doors down. One of my most underrated bands. Thanks so much for hanging out. Coulter Nuanas, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Most days, SWX Montana Television, but not today. 
and the uh, ESPN MT app. You can also always stream the show on our station website, 1029ESPN.com. And if you want to hang out with me, you want to talk to me, got comments, questions, concerns, feedback, whatever, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. It's the Monday afternoon quarterback, usually Marty Mornaweg, more than a quarter century as a coach in the National Football League, joins us here on Nuanas Now. Except for Marty, he's on his way back from Tokyo. The Monday afternoon quarterback presented by Rome Student Housing. Visit liveatrome.com to check out more information on the best student housing uh, off campus here in Missoula. It's also presented by Dazzler's Car Wash right next door to us here on Radio Way. Dazzler's Car Wash helping you keep your car sparkling clean all winter long. You want a $50 gift card to Dazzler's? Call us right now, 406-888-1029. Caller number 7, 406 888 1029, call right now. We got a $50 gift card for you to Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. More analysis about the four divisional championship games from around the NFL this previous weekend. First of all, Patrick Mahomes, here's, here's my personal opinion on the way that quarterbacks evolve in the NFL. If you have the talent and moxie to play early, you're gonna take you're either gonna take your lumps or you're gonna take the league by storm before people know how to defend you. But always, 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 it doesn't matter who you are. They're gonna learn how to defend you. They're gonna learn how to make you do the things that you do the worst to beat them. Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Michael Vick, they all went through it because they're guys that can run. But guys that can, you know, that are just strictly pocket passers, a lot of times those guys actually in, in, uh, experience way more adversity right out the gate. But make no mistake, if you're a quarterback and you ever do settle in and have success, then there's going to be a moment when that success gets impeded because whoever finds the formula to stop you, then every team in the league is going to replicate that formula, is going to take from you, uh, and they're going to try to make you be in the position of weakness at your maximum. Well, then, how do you overcome that and continue to diversify your game? All the quarterbacks in the modern era have gone through this, and the guys that reach the truly transcendent level, the Tom Brady's and Peyton Manning's of the world, they get to the point where... It doesn't matter what you do to them. They know what you're doing to them, and so they have the next card up their sleeve. They have the next move to play against you. Well, Mahomes, when he first came in the league, he's throwing from his ankles. He's shooting from the hip. He's throwing on the run. He's making all these crazy throws. He's showing arm strength and arm angles that almost no one has ever shown before. Well, then people realize, okay, instead of letting this guy gunsling all over the place and just improvise and just kill us with broken plays, what we're going to do is we're going to basically play an eight-man shell. We're only going to bring three guys uh, in the pass rush. That was a great way to mitigate the Chiefs, especially when they had Tyree Kill, because Tyree Kill can kill you over the top with his speed. And when Mahomes is running around all crazy, then all of a sudden he can just chuck one, you know, 30 yards down the field to a streaking Tyree Kill, 
it doesn't matter what kind of coverage you were playing, you're dead because that's the fastest guy in the league. All Mahomes has to do is out throw the coverage. It's over for you. Well, they took that away with all the shell covers that they were playing. All right. Then what's the latest iteration of the Chiefs? The latest iteration of the Chiefs is Patrick Mahomes now. He doesn't need it to go his way. He doesn't need to be the dictator of the tempo or the game or anything like that. If he gets the ball last or he has the – I mean, if he has any opportunities in the fourth quarter, now he's showing that it doesn't matter if you play gimmicks, if you completely try to take him away, if you completely try to make Mahomes uh, do all the things that maybe he's not quite as good at as the things he does at an elite level. He's shown, though, he can overcome all of it. That's the latest iteration. He can play hurt. He showed his toughness. He shows that he has this win-at-all-costs mentality. It's not about the numbers anymore. It's not about the highlights anymore. It's about straight-up winning. And I think that is a fascinating iteration of Patrick Mahomes, and it continues to add to his resume as one of the all-time great quarterbacks uh, in the history of the National Football League, and he's still got a lot of football left to play. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Uh, the Chiefs into the AFC Championship game for the fifth year in a row after their 27-20 win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. The other game on Saturday, the Philadelphia Eagles destroy uh, the New York Giants. Uh, Andrew, I know you were at the basketball games with me, so we did not pl- uh, watch the Eagles game. So my question is not specifically about dispatching of the Giants. It's more about just the Eagles in general. The NFL is catered to teams having cycles of success. And unless you're like the Cleveland Browns or the Houston Texans, everybody gets to taste the pie at some point, at least at least in getting into the playoffs or you know having a, a winning season or two or three. But oftentimes when you reach the mountaintop, then all of a sudden you get the disease of more or the salary cap hits you or both, and you have to tear down your whole team. And then it takes a really long time to get back up. The Eagles have cycled through this as quickly as any franchise I can remember in NFL history to have won the Super Bowl in 2018 and then to be back on the eve or I guess on the doorstep of going to the Super Bowl again five years later, but without the same head coach, without a lot of the same players, with a new head coach, a new quarterback, a new identity, it's very impressive. To you, what have been the factors of how fast this rebuild has been to get the uh, Eagles back to the top of the NFL? Well, you're right that it's really impressive, Coulter. I think the biggest thing that goes into it is just not being afraid to let go of the past, right? Not being married to the idea of trying to make it work with Carson Wentz to bail on him when the time comes to to uh you know to to reboot completely with Nick Sirianni instead of Doug Peterson uh so there's a a, a good element of that in it Coulter uh our old friend Kevin Van Valkenburg actually has a great story on espn.com this week about just some of the personnel moves that went into building this team back up and I think a lot of that explains it I also think um you know Howie Roseman as the GM sticking to his guns and and sort of making the moves to build them back up. I also think that there's a little bit of of luck in it too, Coulter. They were were able to build around some of the same players from that Super Bowl team. I mean, Lane Johnson is still there. Jason Kelsey is still there. Fletcher Cox fell off a little bit this year, but he's still there. Uh, They made the decisions to build around those players and not some of the other players from that Super Bowl team. And I think they get a little bit lucky with how Jason Kelsey's still playing at a really high level. Lane Johnson's still playing at a really high level. Yeah. 
they made the right decisions with those guys, right? That they made the right decisions about which guys to keep around and try to build the next iteration of the team around. That's the other thing too, though, is that those guys are still playing at a high level, but that that is finite. That's why they have to win now. Because like, how much longer can Fletcher Cox and Jason Kelsey and Blaine Johnson be elite NFL players? I mean, I'm not going to count those guys out. I think that Kelsey and Cox are, are borderline Hall of Famers, and Johnson's been a great player throughout his career. I mean, the dude is so freaking tough that he's playing with a torn groin. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to explain that. Yet he's still, you know, a first-team All-Pro. But, I mean, it also shows you how, even though they have a lot of great young talent, like Jalen Hurts, like Devonta Smith, you know, like A.J. Brown, the time is now for Philadelphia because those guys, their best years are behind them, not in front of them. Well, I think that's why the A.J. Brown move was such a great move this yeah. offseason to go out and get that, to, to uh, trade away one of the first-round draft picks and go in and get a guy who could be the final piece of a team like that. And I think that, you know, sort of juggling those two timelines, which is something we've talked a lot about here, with those guys starting to age out, well, that's where you have to be really inventive and, and really... Uh, good, but also, again, kind of lucky to fill out some of those holes on the roster, right? A guy like Jordan Mailata, who's the left tackle across from Lane Johnson. I mean, that, he's a rugby player who you mold into a starter, a borderline Pro Bowl guy this year. Uh, getting somebody like Javon Hargrave in behind Fletcher Cox. Hitting on that move is, is so important. Getting a guy uh, like James Bradbury, who the Giants were just going to let go this offseason. You get him in, and he's been one of the best corners in the league. So they've hit on those moves around the fringe of the roster, and then when they've taken those big swings, they've hit on those two. The A.J. Brown move, getting Darius Slay yep. a couple years ago. Huge move, big gamble. They gave up a lot in those trades. It's paid off, and that just says something about, I think, the it's been a really good job of player evaluation uh, by Howie Roseman in the front office. Monday afternoon quarterback, Coach Marty will be back next week. We trudge on. Uh, on Sunday's games, Joe Burrow's just a natural man. He is he's the prettiest boy in football, but man, his cool, confident demeanor is unbelievable. And uh the Bengals, they have been one of the hottest teams in the league for a couple months. And I mean, they're just gonna flat out score you. And if they run the ball like they did yesterday, you're screwed. I mean, you're just you're not gonna be able to beat the Bengals if they run the ball like they did yesterday. And if they play like they did yesterday up front as well. I mean, I think that. Adding Hendrickson from the the Saints is one of the best and underrated off most underrated offseason moves. Hubbard is a stud. I mean, Logan Wilson, their inside linebacker, is a stud as well. And uh, I had Cincinnati in the AFC Championship. I bet the Bengals to win the AFC North, to win the AFC, or to, to get to the AFC Championship, and to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, that's how much faith I had in the Bengals coming into the year. I doubled down on those bets and made them again as future bets. So. Uh, my sports bet Montana bankroll is feeling pretty good right now. Uh, but on the other side of the coin, the Buffalo Bills, they got some questions to answer because they have been really good the last couple of years. But all of a sudden, things look completely amiss. Josh Allen does not look like Superman anymore. He's a liability. He's turning the ball. I mean, Josh Allen turned the ball over 23 times this year. That's the highest total by any single player in the NFL over the last three years. If you count, he had eight other fumbles that the Bills were able to recover. So that's 31 times coughing up the ball. You can't win like that. Uh, it's really hard uh, to overcome that. And so the Bills, they have a lot of questions to answer. Maybe we'll talk about that uh, later on in the week. 
And then last night, the nightcap, I've been high on the Niners all year. I remain high on the Niners. I thought they were the NFC favorites coming into the year. I thought they were the NFC favorites at the midpoint of the year. I still think they're the NFC favorites. And uh, they had a a good win over the Dallas Cowboys. And Dallas, uh, yet another year where they are without a divisional playoff win. And, uh, man, Skip Bayless's Twitter is just hilarious. (laughs) I don't wish bad ill will towards anybody, but listening to Skip Bayless authentically cry is beautiful. You want us now, ESPN Radio, Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. But without Coach Marty today, we'll give you some title game thoughts and previews, plus talk a little bit more about the lines for these upcoming games. That's next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M-Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M-Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M-Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M-Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I wish these guys would come back to Missoula. Last time they were here, I missed them. Coheed and Cambria here on uh, your Monday. Hope you're having a great start to the week. It's Nuwana's Now. You're listening to ESPN Radio or you're streaming on the ESPN MT app. We'll be back on the television, SWX Montana TV, tomorrow. So I look forward to that. I even wore my uh, Sunday Tiger Red today. Forgot we weren't on the TV. That's okay. Missed anything in today's show? You can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast. Proudly presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. Monday afternoon quarterback, Coach Marty Mortenweg, will be back with us next week. But it's presented by Dazzler's Car Wash, our next-door neighbor here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. Best place to get your car washed uh, anywhere in the Garden City. It's also presented by Rome Student Housing. Sounds like uh, Patrick Mahomes is probable for Sunday for the AFC Championship game, but betters don't think so. The Chiefs opened up as a two and a half point favorites, and the line on Sports Bet Montana has swung all the way in favor of the Cincinnati Bengals. They're now minus one and a half here on your Monday. I think that, so the way that the Lions move so much is comes from the action of the betters, right? And uh, if, if you want to find out more about Sportsbet Montana, where there's kiosks near you, visit Sportsbet Montana's website and uh, just click on locations and it'll show you a kiosk. But so much of the line movement comes from the betting action, right? So if, if the Chiefs open up as two and a half point favorites, and then a whole bunch of money comes in on the Bengals, then the line moves towards the Bengals, right? The house is not trying to pick the winner. The house is trying to pick what exactly 50% of the money is going to be on on either side. So they want bets on either side because then that gives them an opportunity to win. The, uh, the Bengals, though, moving is interesting. So if you want to bet this game and you're on the Bengals, uh, I go get them now before the line moves even more unfavorably that way. Uh, 
but also maybe you are on the Chiefs. Either way, I'd say that game, you want to bet it right now. The game in Philadelphia, the Eagles open up as a two-and-a-half-point favorite, which basically means that the game is a pick because uh, Philadelphia, uh, as two-and-a-half-point favorites, basically they, they say in the NFL between one-and-a-half and two-and-a-half two points for, for uh, the favorite if the favorite is at home. So basically Vegas is saying this is about a, yeah, an even-money game, a, a coin flip game. But because it's being played in Philadelphia, uh, they are the favorites. So uh, interesting. Um, you, I wonder if as more news comes out about Mahomes, if the line swings the other way. I'm not sure. Uh, I got a bunch of tickets with the 49ers and the, the Bengals playing in the Super Bowl. Uh, so that's how I'm riding. Um, but as the uh, the games progress, or I guess as the weeks progress towards the game, I should say, we'll give you some more thoughts on that. Brooks Nuanez, Skyline Sports, uh, as well as our NFL uh, betting aficionado, he will join us uh, later on this week. So look forward to catching up with Brooks. Uh, we both had a great weekend this last weekend. He particularly had an outstanding weekend, so he'll tell you more about that. On Thursday, some more thoughts to round out the Monday afternoon quarterback here uh, with Coach Marty, except for without Coach Marty, he'll be back next week. the The Mahomes status will will, will be the storyline, but also the rematch of when Cincinnati went into KC and knocked off the Chiefs. That's also a huge storyline. The Chiefs have been here for five years in a row, five AFC championships. It's uh, it's somewhat reminiscent of when Andy Reid led the Eagles to, Andrew, what was it, five or six straight, four straight NFC championships? He's putting the four up. The difference, though, is those Andy Reid teams in Philly never got through. They got through the Super Bowl once. They never won a Super Bowl. The Chiefs have gotten through and won a Super Bowl. They've also gotten through and lost a Super Bowl. But uh, conference championships are the name of the game for Andy Reid. Getting past this point, though, has been more difficult than getting to this point. Andrew, did you have something to add? Uh, and so I, I'm not saying that like, the Chiefs are cursed or that this is something like what, that was going on in Philly. Those Eagles teams, oftentimes their ceiling was that the, the, the championship. A lot of times like they were fighting their way to get to the championship, and it wasn't like these crazy upsets when they lose. But it was, a, it was an upset last year that when the Chiefs did not go to the Super Bowl. Can Cincy pull the upset again? We'll see. But also just the uh, the health of Mahomes will be huge. I think the NFC title game, though, has a chance to be phenomenal. And for somebody that watches football and likes football for certain reasons, man, this is going to be an unbelievably physical game. Both these teams have awesome offensive lines. Both these, I mean, these are, I don't know, am I out of line saying these are the two best defensive fronts in football? I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles had like 70 sacks this year. They just come at you in waves, the amount of talent they have up front. But then the Niners, I mean, they got the best individual edge guy in the world right now in Nick Bosa, and they also have (laughs) – it's funny because I've always complained about the players that the national media present to us, the football-watching public, as the stars. And it's such a fantasy football world. It's such a quarterback-driven league. But I don't know how or why everybody's not talking about Fred Warner. 
I mean, the dude is a freak. He is an animal. He runs so well. He can cut. I mean, did you see the play yesterday where he covered, uh, I think it was C.D. Lamb, out of the slot? And he's running with him stride for stride. C.D. Lamb's one of the most explosive, fastest receivers in the entire league. And Fred Warner, who's 6'3", 250, is running with this guy stride for stride. But he's not just a coverage linebacker. He also just absolutely erases you when he meets you at the point of contact. I love Fred Warner. Regardless, I think this is going to be a knockdown, drag-out, physical game. I think both these coaches, Kyle Shanahan for San Francisco and Nick Sirianni for the Philadelphia Eagles, both these guys are badasses. I think they both have a huge attitude. They coach with a chip on their shoulder. They want to just shove it right down your throat. And uh, it's going to be an awesome one in Philadelphia. The Philadelphia faithful always bring the heat. That's one of the best home field advantages in all of sports. So this is going to be a sweet, sweet, sweet game. And uh, both teams with a ton to play for with the Super Bowl on the line. Given everything the Niners have been through with all their injuries and their quarterbacks getting hurt and all the injuries they've had for the last couple of years and all that to get back to this point, impressive. And Philadelphia to go from Super Bowl champion to a rebuild to back to the NFC Championship game, really impressive for Philly uh, as well. So it should be an awesome weekend uh, of NFL football, and we so much look forward to it. Thanks so much to Dazzler's Car Wash, located right next to us here on Radio Way. Best place to keep your rig sparkling clean all winter long. And also thanks to Rome Student Housing. Visit liveatrome.com for a virtual tour. Coach Marty, Marty Warnoweg will be back with us next week, but this has been the Monday Afternoon Quarterback with Coach Marty. Tomorrow, we'll give you... Ten of the best storylines from around the wide world of high school sports. We also have uh, our community spotlight. Missoula's Talent on Ice event is coming up. And uh, we also have our Treasure State Stars and a variety of other things. We'll see you then. 4 p.m. Nuanas now. Thanks so much for listening to us. And keep it right here. More on ESPN Radio. We'll see you tomorrow, 4 p.m. Thanks for being here. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, The Advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, It's all we practice. Uh, You're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7, montanaadvocates.com.